Man, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, that man, that was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's the next customer. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Where you come from? I'm just down the street. Good, man. Can I grab your ID from you? Uh, yeah, sure. Perfect, thank you. you anything to drink tonight? Uh, no, not right now. Nothing? No. Nope. No pre-drinking? No. Nope. Nothing to eat? No. Nope. You weren't eating anything? I mean, I, had a, I grabbed a bite earlier. What'd you have? I had a burger. How long ago was that? An hour ago. An hour ago. Nothing to drink? No. Alright, man. Have a good night. Go on in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old are you? Uh, 18, 19. Ah, interesting. Get out of here. <laughs> and welcome back, everybody. This is Mandeep. And Jeff. To our Bouncerpedia podcast. And we got uh, a good show for you guys today. Um, so, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm good. It's uh, good to see you again. It's been a little while. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it has been a little bit of time. Um, so, we are just wrapping up with our Dallas Stars. We are. It's been, it was good to get uh, the boys back, even though Stumberry couldn't come on. Yeah, you know what? But you, I think what we did have is, is actually a pretty good episode. I know a lot of people had some feedback mm-hmm. about our episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, do, how, do you think, how do you think it went? I think it went well. Um, I, I hate to say this, but I can kind of see where their feedback was coming from. So, um, it was mentioned that some people thought we were picking on Jacob. Yes, and, that is true. And that, uh, he, he didn't like it. So maybe we can get Jacob back on to confirm or deny this on if he felt he was being picked on. Yeah, for sure. You know what? I think the, the one thing that was happening is while he was telling his story, he, he didn't, he did, he, it didn't come out the way he thought. Exactly. He, he was only said part of what he wa- wanted to say yeah. and, and not what he actually meant. Yes. So that's when we were like, what? Like, this doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then part two, you kind of talk about a little bit more. It gets cleared up and yeah. we're, we all end up on the same page for it. Which was a lot better. And then it was, it was good that he actually spoke up a little bit at the end yeah. of that one. Be like, oh, look, this is what happened mm-hmm. and this is how it's going. Um, and this is what I really meant. And yeah. then I think he came back and he's like, yeah, okay, I understand what's yeah, going on. For sure. We were all back on the same page. Yeah. So looking back, uh, so we had three episodes mm-hmm. plus the, the all-star. Um, how do you think it went with Scumberry? Scumberry was good. It was good. He is, he talks very well. He is very educated and has a very firm point on the things he believes. That's fair. You know what? Um, so, so I know, I knew of him. Yeah. I've never actually like formally met him, yeah. but I, we both kind of know who each other were because we do like chat mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but, and the interesting thing is, is, is the way for him to get home and my way home is the exact same. So I've seen him many times on his bicycle oh, really? going back and forth oh, home. Shit. And I just never knew who it was. I was like, yeah, oh, like, who's this? He's just some fucking guy on a bicycle. Yeah. And now you know it's this fucking scumbag fucking security guy. <laughs> yeah, so then after we left that, I was driving home down the same street. And I was like, okay, there he is. I, yeah. know, I know who this guy is now. This makes so much more sense. If you see him, make sure you can you roll down your window and call him a fucking a train Nazi. Train Nazi? Yeah. Do explain. What does that mean? Uh, it's a little personal business for him, so I, I won't get into it. But Gotcha. He knows what it means. Okay. I'll explain to you after. <laughs> okay, sounds good. But, uh, yeah. So, so but, yeah, he, you know, he was a really good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, very, like, proper and everything that he yeah. spoke about. It's, it's very weird to have him go from, like, 
the proper, very educated, well-spoken um, guy we heard on the radio to kind of what we get in the group chats and what he's like outside of that. When yeah. he becomes his scumberry self. Yes, and I think it's very interesting the mixed stories of, of why he got his name and how he got his name yeah. has come about. <laughs> he has his own version, everyone else has their own. Yeah, it's basically the lie of how he got it and how he plays in his head versus the real reason and how he got it. 100%. But you know what? God bless him, I guess. <laughs> for sure. Okay, and then we had Jesse. Then we had, yeah, we had Donuts, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how do you think his episode went? Oh, it's always good to have him on and, and talk and tell his stories. You know what? I, I actually enjoy... Um, talking to Donuts, the way he tells his stories is always yeah. interesting as well. You know it's a really good story when he starts laughing before, before he, he tells says it anything. Again. And he does it all the time. Yeah. He'll sit there and he'll sink and then he'll just laugh. And I, I love his laugh. He's got a great laugh. So I love working with him all the time still. Yes. And we just shoot the shit all day long. Like, so many times I've been tempted to like whip out the computer, record it, and just throw up a fucking like hour long episode of just us yeah. shooting the shit, going back and telling the stories, which is the reason I started the podcast is for other people to come on and tell the stories. It's true. You know what? Um, and it's just thing about that is that now things are opening back up mm -hmm. again. So more stories will be start coming out again. For sure. Cause we've had, we've had two weeks of, of Dallas being open. And I think it's, I think Dallas is maybe the, only like nightclub in town that's actually open yeah 100% everywhere else uh, they don't have enough staff to open up yeah I know I've got a call from a couple of different places to come work mm -hmm. but I just don't have the time the whole time man. sadly um, so I, I dropped in Dallas I'm, re I'm retired from there now but I dropped in um, the first week it opened and it's sad to see what they're able to do because it's not what it was. That's not yeah. the Dallas I I retired from. It's not what I remember. It's weird. So like I did help out uh, opening night. Yeah. And it was kind of, it kind of felt like the beginning of the pandemic and we were just about to shut down. Yeah. Like that's like how many people came out. A lot of people stayed away. I think that's kind of a good thing. Like the people have kind of like. They're, they're iffy to really get involved with it yeah so sure. people are still cautious and I, I like that but the people that were showing up it was so opening night I know when I was at the door I let in 32 guys to start yeah and then I let in two girls and one was pregnant <laughs> and the guy's like oh do you think it's gonna be a good night I was like well you can't knock up the pregnant chick twice so yeah. <laughs> that. but yeah she was she was like on the dance floor and stuff she was just oh. loving it I was like, well, welcome back. Yeah. It was, so it was interesting, obviously, but like, yeah, a lot of people are still cautious, which is good. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are just kind of over clubs a little bit. You think so? I, I think so. Like, I, I don't really see many people going out. I know, like, from, from myself, I don't need to go to a club. Because we're old. We are old. Yeah. We're too old for that now. Yeah. We, that has been our lives for the last 18 years. Yeah. We've now taken a step away from that. So that's not a part of our lives anymore. And I'm here for it. You know, I'm here just to not go to a club again. Well, it was, you know what? It was weird to be up past 1130. It, it is. It is very weird. Yeah. Like being there, like working all day and then all night again. Yeah. I was telling Donuts because we, 
we opened the shop Saturday morning together. Yeah. And I told him it was very weird to work all day and then all night again. Like my body just wasn't used to it. Yeah. Like after you left, like five minutes later, I was I was allowed to go as well. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like I'm out of here. It's, it's one o'clock. We didn't go to the full <laughs> two o'clock, then be there till three cleaning up. So I was I was good with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, not for me anymore. No, but I think what makes it not for me is it's it's not what I remember. Yes. It's, that's what made. If it was back to capacity of seven hundred, and we're letting in you know eight fifty, if it was back to normal, I think it would be easier for me to go back and make that transformation back to it. You know what? Yeah, if I was back on the door with donuts and little oh, foot, Josh, little foot, like it would be different because it's more for sure more the the group again. But now obviously those people have moved on to other things, yeah. which is okay. It's not okay, Josh. We miss you. <laughs> you, you, you left. True. You left me. You're now married. Have your kid. It, it hurts. Living the dream. Yeah, um, that's good. Uh, okay, so next we had Jacob's episode. Yes. How do you think that one went? Uh, it was good. Once we finally got him on, it was it was a struggle to get him on. Yes, it's like he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess he he kind of didn't want to do it. I don't know. But then he did, and then didn't. I don't know if he was joking around with us, but uh, but it was good. I think his episode was good. I think the fact that he was able to tell his side of stories mm-hmm. and how he started for sure. Like him telling us that he started at Phil's and then he got kicked out of Phil's before yeah. he even started there. And then he, same thing at Dallas, he'd always been kicked out of places before mm-hmm. he starts working there. So it's all, it's a mystery to see where he'll get kicked out of next and start working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was good. It's good. Like I always said, it's good to catch up with him and, and talk. You mm-hmm. know, he, he says some silly things sometimes. For sure. But you know what? That's who he is. That's what we love about him. His heart's in the right place. For sure. Okay. And then we had our All-Star episode. Mm-hmm. So, I think it went really well. I, I did too. Hearing this, the two different sides of Captain and Donuts yep. and stuff that we all went through together. There's just, uh, it's good actually to see all that, uh, how, how things come Everything comes, comes together from the different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. So, where to next? What what uh, what do you think security is going to be like now? Now that things are opening back up, I think it's it's going to be pretty bad. Yeah. I, like you said, nobody wants to work, and it's hard to get people who have their license still and and want to work. And I think most people have um, started enjoying their weekends, so they have their day job, like we all have. Cause yeah. Not everyone just works as a bouncer for their two nights a week. And that's our only job. But I think they got used to, like like we've talked about before, of having a life and being able to enjoy the things, the little things, the, the going and out to A&W on a, on a Friday night and getting some onion rings with your friend. Right? Yes. You know what? And I think, I think for us, since we've been doing that for so long, is that's what we missed in life. For sure, it leaves a big void, for sure. Yeah. Would, would I give up my weekends to go work till 3 in the morning again? I, I, probably, I, probably not. I don't know. You know, it'd be, it'd be very tough um, because now I know the other side mm-hmm. of like what everyone else was doing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Like, I like, even though it, most of my retirement has spent in um, like COVID and lockdown, yeah, it's still nice to be able to go see friends on the weekend, go over to their place, have the fire, have the drinks in the times that we were allowed to to be together and hang out. Yeah, you know, it was definitely interesting to, yeah, like to see what they, what other people would do because mm-hmm. we never got to do it. Like, yeah, we had fun working nightclubs and doing this and that, but I think there's a lot of life that we missed. For sure. I think that's one thing that people who are bouncers for so long or bartenders don't realize. No. you And like, unfortunately, we missed some, some prime years of our lives working every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. And yeah. missed, I 100% know I missed out on a lot of things, even a lot of family stuff. Yes. I know I've missed out on because I was working the bars. 100%. I know I missed a lot. Even even like for if family asked me to come to a certain event, it was always like a struggle to get that time off yep. to be able to come because it usually wasn't enough people working. There's not enough people or you're higher up and you can't take that time off all the time. Yeah. There's no one to cover your position. It's true. So it's just, it's a, it's always been a struggle, but. So, yeah. So like, I like that you were able to go to A&W and get some onion rings. Yeah. Um, because normally on a Friday, you'd probably finish your one job and then right away, maybe grab something quick and going to no. the next job. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, you go home, shower, and maybe a protein shake or something, but like, not being able to hang out with a friend. and Yeah. It's like, it's, it's interesting because it's like, I know, so I used to work just to make extra money. Yep. I was in school when I first started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was my only job was being a bouncer. Mm-hmm. So it was good when I was in school. Oh, you were one of those. You get the yeah. bouncer every day just beating up people. Like yeah, you know, you had. 975 back then. You were making that much? I, when I started, I was making 750. It was bad. It was. I was making terrible money. It, it, it wasn't nine something. It was definitely in, in the eights. I mean, maybe, maybe eight bucks. Yeah. Maybe you were given a raise because I started at seven fifty. Yeah. And then, and then I, I was like, I'm doing this for seven dollars and fifty cents. This well, is horrible. You look, I look back at it, and as a supervisor, I got eleven dollars. Yeah. Like you look back at it now, you're like, I'm doing the same job, and I did for eleven dollars. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with me? Why would I? Why would I accept this? Exactly. So, but like doing doing all of that stuff, I was I was not so much. I was just going. To, I was basically in school, so that was my little bit of money I'd have to like for gas money, yeah. books, or whatever I needed to go through school. And then after, when I finished, got a full time job, started working. There was really no reason to stay. Yeah. But I did it. But you did for the you did it for the camaraderie and the enjoyment of of hanging out with your friends. Like that was yes. what you. That's what we did. That's how we saw our friends. True. Because we couldn't go to their parties and everything, and you miss out on seeing them. Hundred percent. Yeah. That becomes your work, or your work becomes that social time. Yeah. So that hour before that we show up super early, and that hours we stay after kind of writing reports shooting the shit and then going to grab breakfast and everything 
Yeah, so like those things were really good, but then I know there were some people who would come work at the bar for maybe two months yeah. to make extra money so they'd go away on a vacation. <laughs> yep. So come work for the two months, leave, and then maybe come back again. Come back the next summer months. or something next year. Well, not next summer. Yeah. Next school year. So that so that, that's what I mean. Like I, I wasn't saving for anything. I was just working mm-hmm. for the sake of working and... and for no real reason. Like, so, so like, I, I know I, back in the day, didn't go on as many vacations or trips that I wanted no, to. I actually didn't start going. Work. Yeah. I started going when I was in my high 20s, early 30s. Yeah, I, I didn't start till I was, like, early 30s is when I started, like, being able to be like, yeah, I don't need the money from working the bar. I can take that time off. I'm in a position where I don't necessarily need to be there. Why, yeah. why, why, why wouldn't I take the two weeks off to go on vacation? 100%. But we didn't. Not as much, no. No. Is there, if, if you could go back, is there anything you would have done differently? I would have taken more time off for sure. Yeah. I would have taken those weekends off where friends are going away or going, just taking the, the boys' weekends off and everything. Yes. Figuring out a way to make it work. Yes. Like 100%. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Anytime, you know what? Now, any any a big thing that I start to do now is that if anyone asks me to to do something, I say yes. Really, pretty much anyone. Well, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if anyone asks me to hang out, I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go make the effort. Okay. Um, well, I, I know someone who's gonna be awfully happy to hear that. You know what, and I, I think it's important to, to just say yes and go, because you, you miss out on a lot of stuff. I already missed out on, on 10 years worth of, yeah, of for events sure. and stuff like that. But but I think, you know, now just saying it, I think I've done a lot more mm-hmm. maybe the last five, six years than I have, you know, maybe not even that much time, maybe like in the last year. Yeah year and a half since COVID started anytime, anytime someone says let's do something I say yes for sure no so, go do it since COVID I 100% agree that like I've made going out and enjoying my free time more of a priority yeah I think like even even like a little thing like going to somebody's house for a fire yeah. just sitting having a fire relaxing shooting the shit with people that stuff I, I think I know I missed enough of it yep. so like someone asked I, I go as, as long as I don't have something else planned exactly but I'll go. even even have some other stuff planned I will try and still work it out yeah where I'm able to do both things yeah I think it's important I know I know some guys who are still still the, the career bouncer security guard mm-hmm. and and they're still in the same place as when they first started they're not, they didn't move forward anywhere, yeah. they didn't move back, they're just kind of like, they're, they're there. stuck in that rut of it. Yeah. And then, I, I get it, man, it, it's, I've been there, I was stuck in the same rut where it was just work all, all week and then work all weekend. And yeah. That was it. You get your Sunday's recovery day and that's Sunday, it. Some, sometimes Sundays weren't even my recovery. No, for sure, yeah, something that's going. The last, um, maybe two years of, Working Dallas, I literally work seven days a week, Sunday to Thursday at my normal job, and then Friday, Saturday, Dallas. Yeah, so you know it's 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 um it's just interesting to to see like people 
that have been doing it for so long now, mm-hmm. like let's I'd say, twenty five, thirty years almost. Yeah. And like having experienced life, their whole life has been in the bar. Yeah. It's not like I said, not even the bar, just working. Yeah. Like, what are we working for? We're working so hard. We're not working for ourselves. Like, I know one guy. He he works so much. He's missed like all of his kids' birthdays and stuff like that to yeah. work to work to go to work at a festival or or a club or whatever. Yeah. Like that's kind of like time you can't get back. No, hundred percent. No, like with Bouncerpedia, like this is a good way to t- we talk about. We want to talk about everything about being a bouncer. Mm-hmm. I think this is an important step. This is a different side that people don't see and don't think of for sure, right? Because I know, like for me, I always had to work New Year's. Yep. So New Year's was like a big thing in my house where so many people would come, mm-hmm. like all of my family and cousins would come over, and I could I could hang out with everybody until like eight o'clock, and yep. then I, I got to go to work for sure. And then miss everything. Yeah. Then come home at four, and like, if somebody's still up, we might chat with them. Otherwise, it's going to bed. Yeah. But yeah, it was any holiday. Same with like Christmas and Thanksgiving. Like, each family has everyone get together on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, I gotta work on the weekend. Christmas Eve, Dallas open. Christmas during the day, like Christmas Day, Dallas was open. During the day. Well, not during the day, but like Christmas Day. If it was a like weekend. The tw- no, doesn't doesn't matter. It really? Open, yeah. It was a Thursday, a Tuesday. Christmas wow. Dallas was open. That's nuts. It is. And when when you say like nobody showed up, like less than fifty people would show up each time. Yeah. And I feel bad for those people. You know, like some people would tell me that uh, they would go to movies on Christmas Day. Yeah. Like, I was like, so you're, because you go, somebody has to work so, yeah. at the you movie know, theater where you watch your movie. If I didn't have to work, I probably would go too. You would? Probably, why not? I love the movies. I have no problem going by myself. See, I do love going to the movie theater. I, I went recently as well. And I love, I love the whole experience mm-hmm. of watching something like that. But on Christmas, you have like so much family around. I, I don't care about Christmas. I don't care about celebrating things like that. Gotcha. To me, it's just another day. Okay. Um, so it would, to me, it would just be another day that I get to go to the movies and it would be empty. But because it's it always worked, I was always working. So I never had that chance. Gotcha. So it was never an opportunity for, for me. Mm. That's fair. Like I... You know what, I know one thing about me growing up is that I never would say no to I never anything. turned down a shift. Yeah. You, you if I was available to work, I worked. Yes. Oh. Even if I was making plans to do something else, I would like most I, likely cancel and I canceled like, those plans and worked. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think, was a good company, man. Yeah. And, and do you regret turning down? Do I regret taking all the shifts? 100%. Yeah. Like we said, I've missed a lot of things in my friends' lives, that even my family's lives, that do, did I really need to make that $200 for? No. I can, I can make that $200 another time. I can make, make that up. Yeah. That time you can spend with your friends and family, you're not going to necessarily be able to make up. You can't make up those memories again. No. But that 200 bucks, I could make that up. Even if I did it, like... It's it's just funny at the end of the day you you can 
money comes and money goes, yep. but like the memories you kind of keep forever. For sure. Okay. Like just going to a fire at Josh's house. Yep. Or just going over to watch a game with him mm-hmm. and you guys. It's just that stuff you you can't get back. No. Right. I think it's, it's worth uh, not going to work that day or going waking up a little early the next morning and having to go to work. Whatever it's. It's so much better to be able to go and do those things. Yeah. As much as I love the bar and hanging out with my friends there, I enjoy not working the bar and hanging out with my friends more. Yeah. You know when you can unwind? Um, I don't have to worry about running somewhere, tripping, and getting punched in the face. My friends getting punched in the face. I know at the end of the day, we're all going home safe. Yeah. If we... you know, if uh, somebody gets punched in the face, it's, it's their own doing because we're so friends. Exactly, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's, we're yeah. just joking around. And yeah, it's it's Jacob, and he's never really taken a punch, so it'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I think that's really important about being security. Is yeah, you know, when you're younger, it, I I do recommend working in a bar, and you learn a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And working in hospi- hospitality is like a huge thing. Yeah. But, like, do you think there should be an end game? For sure. I think there is a time for everyone to get out. Um, but I, I agree, everyone, I think, should work it and get the experience and get. I'm definitely go do it. It's fun as hell. Yeah. But don't be afraid to take the time off and realize kind of when the time to move on is. Mm. Do I think everyone should do it for 18 years? No, I don't. Yeah. I, <laughs> you're doing it for way too long yeah um, okay so like how, how much time do you think do you, how do you know you're, you're at your end when you're not looking forward to going in every day you don't have that enthusiasm when you sit on your bed for that extra like 15 seconds and kind of go fuck when you have to force yourself yeah. to go in that's the, probably the time to switch it up that's fair I know I know there's that there have been those times where people have asked me to come work and I I just can't bring myself to say yes mm-hmm. that I will. But I do, I'll say yes eventually, but but I just can't be like I'm not excited about yeah. it. I'm just like yeah, yeah, I'll help you. I'll I'll come do this. Right? I think that's when you kinda of know. It's that the whole thing of if it doesn't make you say fuck yes, you don't want to do it. No. And um, it was nothing against Dallas when I retired, but it was just at the time where my time was done and I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't physically work the seven days a week. Yeah. And there were times when I went to Dallas and I would kind of sit in my truck for that extra five minutes and really push myself to get up and go in. Yeah. I still had a great time when I was there, but... Maybe I would have enjoyed myself being able to sit at home and relax or go to Josh's or go do, just relax for that little bit instead. Sure. I think a lot of people, I, I think even for myself that I stayed so long, it's just, I was just so, it was just used to it. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was that guy. Yep. I was, I was man deep, has my own company, does security, that's this thing. Yep. The people... Like I saw someone the other day, and they're like, "Oh, like you still work in your company?" Blah blah. blah. I was like, "Yeah, like I, I have it still. Like I'm still doing it." It's, 
but like if you're not fully into it then it's your like passion because before yeah like i definitely loved it i like when i started my company it was like a rough time at one of the bars yeah. at the revolution like people getting hurt every day all my friends were getting hurt and i didn't like seeing that mm-hmm. so i was like maybe i need to start my own thing and bring all you guys over yeah. so that is the way to get out from from doing that yeah, so you guys are safe, you guys get paid well, yeah. and then, like, don't have to worry about it. Um, and I like that, it worked. And then, yep. you know, like everyone that I hung out with, pretty much every, all of our group of friends is all out of security now. Yeah. We, we're kind of the last two. Yeah. So pretty much everybody's out, and then, you know, and, and they're all safe. Like, yep. Like, I didn't have to, like, worry about, like, Devin getting hurt or Steven getting mm-hmm. hurt at work. It's kind of, they were all gone too. That club closed down. Like okay, like you know, everything's good now. Yeah. So. But like we still here. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. Still, still got your foot in the door, and we'll still help out when needed, and I'll always be there for them when they need something. For sure. But for anybody, yeah. But just got a, the old theory of, um, you never work a day in life if you, love what you do. Yeah. So when that that love kind of runs out, I think it's time to, to hang it up. Fair. I agree. You know, and I think when you get stuck in a certain way of doing things or what you're doing, you also miss out on other things you could be doing that you might even like more. For sure. You know, like one thing that I'm really interested in right now and passionate about is you know, starting a clothing line. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's another way to express yourself and still do a lot of good. I know you can do a lot more with that mm-hmm. because you have more free time. You can still go to things and, and get your friends involved in it again. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's been a, a big experience in my eye-opening like, experience dealing with all of this. And yeah. Figuring out the brand, and the logo, the designs, clothing manufacturer, the options... There were so many more options for the different shirts and styles and cuts and yeah. fitments and everything that I ever thought possible when we started looking into it. Yeah. But it's, it's a great thing to know and kind of like a different side of a, a business that I know nothing about. So it's a, it's a nice step into something different. For sure. And I, I think, I think, you know, everyone needs that type of push. I think COVID really gave a lot of people that push to go do something different. Exactly. I, it definitely kind of made or break some people and gave them that opportunity to either, unfortunately, your life kind of crumbles or your life was in shambles and you've picked it up and, you know, move on. Yeah. Or you've really been able to push forward and strive to figure out where you want to go. Yeah. And thankfully, we've been able to keep striving and moving forward with everything. For sure, you know, like, I know one thing we talked about before is, like, some people will end what they're doing, and, because they don't want to try anymore, yep. so they're kind of giving up, but also there's that time where, yeah, you just need to keep pushing, mm-hmm. but j- just because you end one business doesn't mean you can't start another. No. I think that's just the general life cycle of a business, is that some will go on forever, mm-hmm. but some like if you're not fully into it, then your people aren't either, and then it's just, yep. it's just putting other people at risk, especially with security companies and things like that. For sure, right? So, you know, I think everyone should go find their full 
full on passion. For sure, hundred percent. You should always go and do what you're passionate about, um, no matter what that is. Yeah, if that's like security, if that's clothing, if that's onion rings or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, so I think that's an important thing to know uh, with bouncers as well. Like, we there is people that have other passions and dreams mm-hmm. that you you don't. You don't fully think about because you're just like, oh, here's this guy making minimum wage, blah, blah, blah. But like, I mean, now if I think back to the guys I worked with, some of them, some of them moved on to become doctors, some want to be police officers, yeah. some are firefighters. Yeah, they, they, it branches out so far of what the part-time job was to what they move on to with their careers. Yeah, I think it's, it's just interesting. I think a lot of people just do it to make money at the, yep. at the beginning just kind of get into it but then you go on to what you're actually passionate about for sure right yeah so so what do you think uh like the bar industry is going to be in the next few weeks like we've been open two weeks now we saw what it was the first week yeah um it was about the same um the other day and what what do you think it's going to be like the next month and then two months do you think it's gonna just come back in a giant wave, where everything's gonna be back in two months to capacity? Um, do you think everyone's gonna keep their their mask on when they're in there? Well, like I know the first week, people kind of had masks on, but didn't really. As yeah. I was looking through was, the door, yeah, not many people actually had them on because they were drinking their beers or whatever yeah. while walking, which I think. That's wasn't like the safest thing. It's not, but it's such a gray area. Yeah, that there's no real like set. I don't say law, but guidance on when their masks have to be on. Yeah. So it was very weird. Of even when the AGCO inspector came in. Yeah. And we asked him kind of like, what what do you want us to do? And he's like, you know, just kind of modulate it as best you can and work with what you're able to do. Yeah. So like, can you remind them, you know, mask up and as they're walking, if they're not like actively drinking, mask up. Yeah. But it was kind of, kind of a letdown from what I expected from them. Mm. Um, I expected more of a definite answer and it was just kind of like, here's a, here's some more gray. So it was. Yeah. Even when I, I talked to him at the door, he's just like, I'm a liquor inspector. He's like, I know. I've, I've talked to you for years. Yeah. Like the same guy. Yeah, it's like, Dave, I remember you. Hello. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it'll go back to what it used to be. And like, full... Full cap. No masks, everything like that. No, I don't think so. It'd be very hard for it to actually go to that um, for a bit. I don't think people would be comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Also, like, we are a big, like, university town. Mm-hmm. We have two universities. If those students aren't in classes, then they're not really in town. Yeah, either. for sure. I think, so, I think, I think you're right. I think it'll be a while before it's back to the Dallas everyone kind of knows and loves and remembers. Might not even go back to that ever again. It might not. That's true. Like, I know a lot of clubs have shut down. Yeah. And I don't think they're coming back. Even like, like I know some are trying to, like mm-hmm. little bars are trying to open up and be like they used to be, but after a year and a half of no sales, that like five, six people that come in. Yeah, it's not it's keeping not. The, the lights on, unfortunately, which is sad. 
yeah. decided to see all the bars turn down and what a great industry it was is now no longer. Yeah. Like, in, okay, interesting thing. So, like, concerts are obviously a huge thing that are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West just had a huge concert. Yeah. Um, did you hear about it? Um, somewhat, yeah. So, he sold out an entire stadium. Yeah. And he had as a listening party. So, everyone had their, like, AirPods or headphones on yeah. and just listening to him. And he was just walking around the middle. And that was it. That was interesting. And, like, that obviously before... Pre-COVID, everyone would be like, this, he's like out of his mind. Like, yeah. This is weird. But now, it was perfectly fine. Everyone's okay with just listening to their own music and him not doing anything. Mm-hmm. He didn't say a single word. Really? Nothing. It was just the listening people. <coughs> Dooley was listening to his music yeah. and everything was pre-recorded and he was just walking just, around just in circles. Yeah. So, okay. I think, and people are okay with that. So, if you're okay with spending like two, three hundred dollars to go to a concert to so listen to a CD, yeah, to, to oh. listen to your own music, like that—that's—that's that's how life is now, I guess. If yeah. You have to be okay with a different way. Well, I'm I guess okay if, that. if that's what you're okay with, that's you're okay with it. But there's enough people in the world now doing that, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, it'll all depend on what the next step is for Ontario. I guess. Yeah, I guess the next step would be, well, I guess it happens, we'll see what happens in September mm-hmm. when uh, things open up. Um, if they do, if they fully open up and we're back to normal, then we're, we're kind of good to go. Yeah. And then, you know what, I don't, I think people are, I know there's lots of like anti-vaxxers and stuff like that, but there's still more of them being cautious still. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, yeah, you might go to like, um, like a march outside, but Inside, I haven't seen anyone doing that stuff. No. It's just all out in the open. Yeah. And it's funny that they're part of the anti-vaxxer protests and they're all like still socially distanced away from each other. Yeah. So obviously people are still a little bit worried. But, so who knows? We'll see if anything actually goes back to mm-hmm. normal. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, no, you know what? Um... I think I think this is a good chat. This is another thing about being a bouncer, mm-hmm. security that people don't know is, is is yeah, you are at the nightclubs and working, um, making some money, but you miss out on a lot of stuff. Yeah, just straight catching up with your buddies, which is we haven't been able to do for quite a while. Yeah. So, anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. It's great to see you again, bud. Nice to see you as well. All right, so with that being said, that's our episode this week, and we've learned a little bit more about uh, being a bouncer. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Jeff, for being my co-host. Thanks for having me again. It's great to see you. Nice to see you. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care, guys. Bye.